You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't All right, here suck. here we go, it's Friday, 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 week nine in the NFL, the Eddie Scazzeri, what's up, but across from me, about 12, 15 feet away, his name is Al Chaz Dukes, what's up, man? Good morning, Jerry, uh, we're all in our uh, Boomer Esiason Foundation uh, shirts because of the marathon is this weekend. That's right. He's got Team Boomer running, something I'll never do. No, I me neither. never ever run a marathon. I don't even think I could do, what is a marathon, 26 miles? 26.2, I something. I don't think I could do 2.62 miles. Yeah, I could not. There's no, and here's part of my problem. Could you train for it? Sure. I'm not interested in running that long. Yeah. And I know you get addicted to it, and I wish I could. I know Mark was, Spike is. It's punishment for me. Always has been in team sports. Yeah, I think... um, Marathon runners, Jerry, if I may play mini psychiatrist, okay, have Uh-oh. had uh, something traumatic happened in their life, and in order to not uh, focus on that, they run. So all fifty thousand tomorrow. Correct. <laughs> all fifty thousand tomorrow. <laughs> well, you've been to a lot of these mini marathons. Yeah. They can't all have something all going do. on. Maybe they just want exercise. No. What, yes, exercise is one thing. When you commit to running 26.2 miles. Which takes, what, six hours? Uh, Four hours? Three hours? Depends how, how good you are. I have no idea. Gina did it once. She did it, I think, in five and a half hours. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Or something like how that. How was that recovery? Uh, I guess a little rough. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. But you you run so much leading up to it. Yeah. That, uh, but don't you only run 13 miles? Don't you only build up to 13 miles because I, then supposedly your body's okay? Yeah, I think uh, like I think her and her friend did a did one 20 mile run Oof. like two or three weeks before whatever the plan was. My but God, yeah, no runners are troubled people, Jerry. Oh, okay, I, I wasn't aware of this. The long distance runners, like the marathon runners. All there's, right, there's then. trouble. You can dig into their past. You find something. Do you ever dig into Mark's past? Mark Chernoff. Yeah. No, but he was not a marathon runner. He, but was, he runs every day. I know. He was just an OCD. Got to go three miles. Has to run three miles. Yeah. Right. I'm talking about like you train for a marathon. You're not seeing your family. You're not doing things. You're not having fun. <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know. It's a lot of times people going through a transition in life, a breakup. Well, we all go through transitions in life. Doesn't mean we all run marathons. Right. I mean, you've had numerous transitions in life. Yeah. And I've never You've run never run? No. I did run there for a little while, though. I was running like five miles a day. Why'd that stop? I got a dog, and I was like, ah, walking the dog. That's fine. fair. All right, good enough. 
Also, I was doing it because I was so frustrated with doing shows from home with COVID. That's oh, you when had to I get started. out. Yeah. I hear you. Yep. That's when I started. See, I had trauma, Jerry. It's two years ago now. Trauma. Trauma. Trauma drives all 50,000 people running the marathon. All right. Well, you know what you should do? You should take an old Morantz. And a microphone, and go interview them uh, Sunday morning. You got nothing else going on. Hi, Al Dukes here for our WFAN. What's your trauma that led you to run? <laughs> I know you're, you're a troubled human being. What is your problem? Yeah, we all know something deep down inside. Are happened. we really what all troubled? It? Honestly, yes. Right. So, I think you just painted uh, marathon runners with a broad brush. I sure did. That's what I like to do. And I don't know that that was a great idea. A big broad brush for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing you'll find if you go see the marathon is a lot of heavy people running. Well, we've always discussed that. This is unbelievable. I don't know how they do that. I don't understand that either, but hey, good for them. Yeah, good for you. Yes. All right, Jerry, let's do sports. If you'd like. Now, I'm going to start first with, because this this puzzled me a little bit, the Eagles-Texans game Thursday Night Football. Why did it puzzle you? Puzzled me because it was 14-14 at the half. At the end of the day, the Eagles won by 12 points and covered the number. I mean, honestly. Yeah, I guess like it was interesting that the Texans hung around for a... Half a game. I don't disagree with that, but they and, you would know, never win in like that Like you game. could actually, well, you could actually see where the problem. Like it was seven seven fourteen fourteen twenty one fourteen, and then over the, the Texans kick a field goal instead of scoring there. Over right, yeah, you have to match them have when, when match you're the them. lesser team and you can't match them. It's hard to play catch up, especially yeah. when. And no offense, but when Davis Mills is your quarterback and Jalen Hurts is doing what he's doing, you're not catching up, especially when you've seen them all season. Jalen Hurts is so casual in that game where he took a hit and he fumbled the ball. Mm-hmm. He looked like he didn't even care. Yeah, well, you got to go on that, to the next play. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah, I actually mean that in a good way. Yeah. Like, he wasn't flustered by it because I guess he was so confident that they would just come back. And and then a touchdown to A.J. Brown again, like, he's wide open. Yeah, and the game's <laughs> over. <laughs> the game's well, over. No Brandon Cook's in the game. Like, you give the Texans credit for hanging around and making it a game. Right, you kept They it. were never winning that game last but night. But it's another thing. Like, we've talked about, like, this year, for some reason, more than ever, the first half of NFL games don't really... They don't really show the true game. Like, you don't even get a real feel for it because it changes in the second half so it can. many times. It can. It definitely can. Now, that being said, I'm sure the Bills will open up a huge lead well, in the we'll first see. half against the Jets. Well, Although, we yeah, will see. Jets have a nice defense, Jerry. I would not be surprised if the Jets hung around Sunday. I don't expect them to win, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be surprised if their defense played good enough to keep them in that game. And yet, if you told me it was 35-3 at the half, I also would not be surprised. <laughs> I, for real, like I wouldn't be. Right. Both of those could be true. Uh, yes. And I, you could say that about a lot of games. But this one specifically because we've seen the Bills just roll up points on teams. And we've also seen the Jets defensively keep them in games against good teams. So either way, I wouldn't be shocked. I really am leaning towards the latter. Mm -hmm. That offensively they don't do a whole lot and it's 35-3 at halftime. But we'll see. Right. I hope I'm wrong because I don't want to be sitting there with, all right, well, we're not watching the rest of this game. I hope you're wrong too because we have a Jets game but no Giants game this week. Correct. That is true. They're on their bye. And the Jets are uh, are a 1 o'clock game. Yes, which now, I love. We have cool games later. I haven't looked at the schedule, Jay. I have not either, but I got a couple of tweets. Yeah. I'm not excited to look at them. Because I would ideally like to get back to red zone this weekend. Well, I think you will. I think it's going to be not a game in the second quarter. You'll be watching red zone. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. My, I hope my, I'm wrong. My plan right now is uh, red zone on the TV. 
Jets Bills on the iPad. It's fair. And see where it goes from there. You could swap if the game's close in the fourth quarter. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm definitely willing to swap screens, Jerry. Definitely. I definitely put the Jets on the big screen. Yeah. Week nine. In Week the NFL. nine, and it's witching hour. Do you so, like witching hour? No, I think it's stupid. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. I, the nice thing about week nine is we have a clear cut. We are past the midway point right. after Sunday we or Monday. We know who teams are now. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think it takes you a solid five, six weeks to have an idea. I do think at this point you kind of know. Although, you do have teams like Tampa and Green Bay. I'm still not sure I know what they are. That's true. I'm not even sure I know what the hell the Jets are, to be quite honest. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're because right. Even, even if they play well and lose Sunday... They went from 5-2 and two to you're thinking, man, if they could win Sunday against the Patriots finally and be 6-2, and two, all of a sudden you're going to look up there and be 5-4. and four. Yeah. And then, you know, you, I don't know. It's like, what are the Jets? No clue. I'm not sure what the Giants are at 6-2. and two. But there are some teams that have certainly separated themselves from the pack. And Correct. You can see what they are. Like the Eagles are going to be good all year. Right. We know who the Eagles yeah. are. We know who the Bills are. Right. We know who the Chiefs are. Yes. 100%. And we certainly know who the Broncos are. <laughs> they are who we thought they were, Jerry. I, I'll give you one. Is Seattle really a playoff-type team? I mean, yes. they're five and... You know, it's funny. They're a wild card. The Seahawks beat the Giants on Sunday. And and even leading into the game. Like, we were talking about the Seahawks like they were 7-1. and one. Yeah. And even after the game. And we were praising them like they're having this monster season. They're 5-3. and three, Right? Or are they 4-4? Yes. Four and four? I think they're 5-3, and three, I think. But I'm not 100% sure. I'm not sure what they are still. It's So there are some teams that it's clear. There are still teams after week eight that I'm, you know what, I'm really not sure. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Do you like, I'm going to ask you a couple, I'm going to ask you to rank these these items from NFL Red Zone. Okay. When Scott Hansen says seven hours of commercial-free football. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, because it gets you excited for the day, even though they do kind of sneak in commercials, but they never go away from the football, so I'm good with that. Okay, so is that better than witching hour? Yeah, I'm over the witching hour thing. Really? Yeah. It's like, all right. When wins become losses, losses become wins. Yeah, that's okay. correct. Right, okay. Uh, and then quad box. I hate the quad box. <laughs> I hate the octo box. I don't like anything but one box. <laughs> I don't right. even like when I don't like the split screen. Yeah, okay. You're right. It gets confusing. It does. How about when they split the screen, but they confuse the audio or it takes them a moment to swap yeah. the audio with the. I don't know. I don't care for it. I don't like when Scott Hansen tries to fool us. Where they pretend to go to a game sure. live and it's like an 80 yard bomb. Right. Like, right. You already no got way. the notification right. on your phone <laughs> 90 seconds ago. Ooh, let's check in on this uh, Kansas City. Oh, an uh, 80 yard bomb. Or how just... about when you're watching the game, like on your iPad and you've seen it already, <laughs> and then he presents it as if, oh, let's see, they're at the 40 yard line. Mm. Maybe something will happen here. Let's keep it here for a moment, see what happens. Mm. So funny. Yeah, well, they got a good product. Here's what we know that we do know. I do like the one thing about the Octobox, too, that drives me nuts. 
Like, what about the people that don't have a 70-inch screen TV? <laughs> you go right. to the Octobox, you got a normal 30-inch, like a normal 30-inch size screen. You can't see a damn thing of right. what's going on. It's so, right, it's so small. It's terrible. I think I have a 65-inch TV oh, or a 60-inch TV. It must be nice. Still, when you just do double box, I'm like squinting. Meantime, you're watching games on an iPad and on an iPhone. Yeah, but at least the iPad's like right in my lap. Yeah, I suppose. Giving me testicle cancer. But, uh, we don't know that. You might be right. Right. Let's hope not. I hope not. But that could be something we look back upon in yeah. 30 years and say, how did we not realize what we look were doing? Look at these idiots putting electronic devices right we on their packages. phones in our pockets yeah. right next to the testes. And then we put them right up to our, ear, right up to our brains to talk into them. Right. So in 20 years, we're going to have people with you know, tumors coming out of their ears. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Probably. Let's hope not. So I'm excited. Week 9 in the NFL. Cool games coming up in a little bit. Uh, and we will go through the games and see if there are any or how many. Now, how about this, Jerry? NFL-related and 1980s football-related, which I love. related. We have to say a sad goodbye. Oh, and a rest no. in peace, Jerry, to Mr. Ray Guy. Yeah. Former Raider punter. I don't like when I see, and I know you're going to say he's of age. He's... I don't like when I see 72. Well, he's, yeah. He's, I got to see at least an eight or a nine in front of these numbers. Yeah. That's not great. God needed a punter on his team, Jerry. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. I, that's terrible, though. That's I feel bad guy. For him. I wonder if he's still at a, like a strong leg at 72. I don't know. Like at 72, if you pissed him off and he kicked you, would you have like been like, Damn. Probably. I think if anybody Damn. kicks you, you're going to feel it. You're all bone, no muscle. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Kick out in the shins, it'll snap. If he went out there, like, when, I wonder, like, for Ray Guy, and I don't know what his, uh, what he passed away from other than being 72, like, when's the last time he punted a football? And did he know that that was going to be the last right. time he punted? I always say Not that to you. in the game, but no, just, no. like, he's out. The last time that he actually kicked a football. Yeah. And did he at that moment realize it was going to be the last time he kicked a football? Like, Just like I say with my boys, when's the last time I have a catch with them? I don't know. You don't know, right? Like, I might have had that already. Right. But I didn't know it at the time. That's sad. Right. Did he punt the ball, like, at the local high school and be like, oh, I'm going to do that again? <laughs> <laughs> Can't be doing this at 66. <laughs> Maybe. Did he supposedly hit the roof of the kingdom one time? I don't know. I believe he did. You know what he would hit? The bottom of the scoreboard in Dallas. Oh, Ray Guy would put a football right through that scoreboard. <laughs> yes, he would. Yes, he would. I think he punted for other teams, too. I don't think he was only. Not just the Raiders? I, I, yeah. He's no, the only the punter. He's the only oh, punter in, right? The Raiders. Yeah, the only punter yeah. in uh, the, in the Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame. Yep. All right. Where do you think Ray Guy went to college, Jerry? Uh, I'm going to say Southern Fresno Miss. State. Where? What? Southern Miss. How Damn. do you know that? Because I pay attention. <laughs> he probably read the article, unlike us two this morning. You're right. He played only for the Oakland slash L.A. Raiders from 73 to 86. I did not. I saw the story, obviously. I didn't read it because I was so into the reading the Kyrie Irving statements and the <laughs> Nets statement. Yeah. Trying to catch up on the World Series stuff. I did not realize we were going to get to Ray Guy before Kyrie this yeah. morning. He was, he was married to his wife, Beverly. Oh, this is sad, Jerry. 2011, Ray Guy filed for bankruptcy and oh. was forced to put up his Super Bowl rings. That's Man. terrible. So the last 11 years, a, not great. Yeah, he had a lengthy illness, yeah. what he passed away from. Very sorry to hear that. But uh, a very well-known, the most, Jerry, well-known punter ever. He was six foot three, 195 pounds. <laughs> 
from Swainsboro, Georgia. Swainsboro? Yep. Boy, it'd be interesting to look in Swainsboro, Georgia real estate. This dude was the three-time Super Bowl champion. Nice. Good for him. He had the Golden Toe Award in 1975. (laughs) Is that still a thing? I I haven't heard about it lately. How do you spell Swainsboro? Uh, S-W-A-I-N-S Burrow. All right. Now, one more thing, Jerry. Yeah. He had, of professional punts, 1,049. Wouldn't that make his right leg way more stronger than his? <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, I'm sure he, he did squats and leg lifts and things like right, that. But he wasn't I can't doing imagine... a thousand punts with his left leg. No, but you're just swinging the leg through. I don't know if that's true. To me, the second most famous punter is Reggie Roby. Why? Because he wore a, a watch. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you say that? I think it is because he wore a watch. <laughs> What about Sean Landetta? That's a good one, too. Yes, of course. How could you say? Danny White. Yeah, he was, he a, was a quarterback punter. Quarterback slash punter. Of yeah. course. And the late, great Dave Jennings. Oh, Dave Absolutely. Jennings, great punter. Yeah. All right. So I was, uh, Dave I never got spoke. in the Hall of Fame, did he? No. No, only Ray Guy. Right. Not we, even we, Reggie Roby. We said that. Hello. Even though he had his watch. You and Reggie Roby. You I liked, love bringing up Reggie Roby. I liked his watch and that he was a little chubby. Yeah, he was a little Which thick. You never really saw from a punter. No, but was that or did he wear rib pads? Unlike most punters. Oh, so I don't know. Maybe he was chubby. Maybe he actually had equipment on. Yeah, Rich maybe he had to protect really. that watch. <laughs> <laughs> you broke my damn watch. Well, why are you I wearing see, it on the field? What did I see the other day? Oh, what sport was it? I saw someone wearing a wedding ring in the middle of a game. Like, who does that? I would think you. I mm, I forget now. A man or woman. No, as a man, I was it a base? Was it the World Series? I don't remember. I did like this. Uh, was speaking of jewelry and and uh, uh, the pitcher on the Astros, Justin Verlander. No, the guy with the longer hair. Are you talking about um, Framber Valdez? We yes, about I think Christian him. Javier. I think uh, Valdez. Okay, he wears the thick chain. Yeah, but he buttons his jersey over it so it's not flapping in his face. Okay. Which I've never seen anyone do it, and that seems the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. All these guys are running around the bases, and that the chain's true. flying up in the air. Hitting them in the face. Yeah, this he wears, <laughs> but the top button, he has the chain in there. That's smart. Makes Very sense. smart. All right, quick break. It is week nine in the NFL, so when we come back, we will have the ninth edition of Cool Games. We will get to Kyrie Irving, of course. Uh, As you know, the World Series, still lots to do. And then Boomer and Geo on an action-packed Friday on the fan.